You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to another Attacking Scrum podcast. On this episode, we're previewing the Cardiff Blues and how they're going to get on throughout the season. And joining me to do that is one of Cardiff's finest himself, or well, Cowbridge's finest at any rate, Dan Killick's with us. Jed, I'm ready for this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, excited, yeah, really excited. Yeah, it's, um, oh, it's a really exciting. My strawberries. Yeah, your reduced strawberries from Tesco. Which, uh, yeah, if you can hear any hideous background noise on there, it's the sound of Dan Killick gnawing his way through a, uh, a mixed bag of reduced strawberries. <laughs> yeah, apologies. A mixed punnet. Um, yeah, this is... The, the microphone we've got is designed to kind of drown out a bit of background noise, so I'm really hoping that uh, it manages to drown out the, the hideous noise of you slurping your way through these. Right, let's get on and, and talk some rugby. Uh, before we do that, obviously a quick mention to our sponsors at um, So Coffee Trades. If you want to get your hands on some really quality coffee, then be sure to head over to socoffeetrades.co.uk. Right, Dan, massive, massive season for Cardiff Blues. Uh, you know, looking back 12 months ago, and even just a little bit less than that, if you look back 10 months ago, you had Danny Wilson kind of resigning early on in the season, or not resigning, but saying that he wasn't going to stay on in the region. You then had, you know, really awful start to the season in terms of results. Even going on late into the season, you had a load of players who didn't know whether they were coming or going. Uh, then you have this amazing European Cup run, good end to the league season. They started playing some sizzling rugby and uh, lo and behold, everything's, everything's good. They definitely didn't want the season to end, did they? No, I don't think they did. Those, one of those cases. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited to see how Cardiff get on. They made some pretty cute signings, haven't they? Yeah, we're going to get, get on to that in, a, in just a moment. I suppose, first of all, though, we want to talk about the, the new coach. I mean, we've said a number of times, you don't necessarily know that much about John Mulverhill. No. Nope. Um, he's probably not what you would call you know, a, a massive name in the coaching world. It's not like bringing in a, you know, a, a Stuart Lancaster or a Joe Schmidt or someone like that. 
But at the same time, you know, could this be a, could this be a really canny appointment from Cardiff Blues? Yeah, it could be. I mean, time will tell, won't it? I mean, if you look at, you know, we only have to use Pivak, don't we, as an example? You know, yeah. He wasn't he wasn't a huge name, was he, before he uh, before he came over here? And if and also when he did come over, people were calling for him to get the sack fairly early on. Yeah. So yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see and, and back him, you know, back him now um, and and just give him, you know, give him the support really because he's at one of the one of the key. All the, all the regions we want to go, we want to see go doing well, don't we? Yeah, I mean, I've been quite impressed with um, where I've heard him in a in a few interviews. I think he talks a good game. He's quite a charismatic bloke. He seems that you know he's got that kind of typical Aussie humour about him. And you know, I suppose if you look at his if you look at his CV, it's it's a really interesting one. He was at Navan in Ireland. Um, his first kind of coaching uh, coaching appointment, I suppose. The most high profile is probably when he was at the Western Force um, in, an, in an assistant role there. Done a lot of coaching in Japan. Again, it's it's really hard to translate and go, well, what does that mean when you, when it comes to the Pro 12? Yeah, he's, um, he certainly uses his passport, isn't he? He's moved around a fair bit, which you know could well hold him in good stead. Yeah, it could well do. And you know, um, I think we're, we're just kind of... I just wonder whether actually, is it helpful that... Cardiff Blues finished the season so well, or in a way, does that make it more difficult because the pressure is the pressure is increased? I think the pressure's increased somewhat, but you'd 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 much rather it that way, wouldn't you, as a coach going in with confidence being high? I mean, it, you know, it was it was dire straits, really, wasn't it, for you know for Cardiff Blues on you know and on and off the field, yeah. And at least now the sort of you know the on on field on field stuff is looking a lot better, and yeah. And some of these signings as well, we didn't quite didn't quite foresee them coming, did you? No, I, we didn't. I suppose you know maybe let's maybe let's start with that then, shall we? And let's go for let's go for best yeah, okay. signing. Okay, best signing for, we is 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 our hip. Um, yeah. Just having him turn up there, he's gonna be he's gonna be a massive player, isn't he? And for the young, so him on his own, he'll do brilliantly. But then you you link him then with the young Cardiff props, of which there are quite a few. Mm. He's going to really bring those boys on, isn't he? And if you're if if you're a young prop there, you're just going to be loving learning from him. Yeah, no, I think I think you're absolutely right. You know, it's we've said on there a numerous amount of times how important he is. We said in the Ospreys preview, uh, which you can hear if you haven't already listened to that one. Make sure you go back and do have a listen. We said in that one that the Ospreys looked like a different side when our hit was playing. You know, certainly from a scrummaging perspective, and he'd, he'd make almost almost all sides as well, wouldn't he? You know that it's yeah. going to be very, very difficult to leave him out. I mean, so it's just the perfect scenario because you've got a tight head prop who's a destructive scrummager. He's got good work rate. Um, he's Moldovan, so you're not going to be missing him during the international window. He's just you know to to get a, a, a prop of that quality, they're they're few and far it? between. It's so hen's teeth, aren't they? It's, mm. it's he's. He's even got he's even got a little passing game, isn't he? Remember that little run he had? Yeah, the, I, me- the I, remember the, I remember the run he did where he where he pinged his he hamstring. Pinged his ham- yeah. But I also <laughs> remember a little stint where he was in at first receiver um, at the Ospreys, yeah. which less uh, yeah less <laughs> glamorous. A few issues so. there when he was in at ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So you've pinched the one I was going to go for best signing for again. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go. I'm going to have a look at two here. Um, does Ollie Robinson class as a signing because he's only on loan? He probably doesn't, does he? No. All right, in which case I'm going to go for Samu Manoa. Oh. Was it, did, he, did he come into the equation for you? There he is. There he is, oh, yeah, wow. he did. Yeah, I mean, 
again, you know, we, he's a player we've we've seen play a lot. Uh, obviously, you know, you think back to the the time that he spent at Northampton. You know, anyone who's anyone who's a regular in the Toulon team when they could afford anyone in the world, he's going to have something about him, and we know exactly what that is. You know, he's he's big, powerful, um, great ball carrier. Uh, you know, he's, I think he's a really, really classy player. Um, probably, I guess, coming towards the end of his career at 33, but he brings with him all that experience. Um, don't know where he's going to fit in in terms of lock or number eight. Um, that'll be interesting to play both, I think, is is good. Um, because, we again, we also said they've probably been a bit reliant, Cardiff Blues, on Nick Williams' ball carrying at, at times. Um, so to have another option, whether it be whether he's playing in the in the row or at number eight, I think is, is going to be really good for them. And Nick Williams was outstanding last year as well, wasn't he? He had, yeah. he had a lot of game time, didn't he? So, which he, you know, he quite often goes down with a number of injuries, but he, he, he got through a, got through yeah, a huge amount that, of work, didn't he? I thought they managed him well. And yeah. um, I also think that, um, yeah, I also think the thing that he kind of perhaps gets overlooked for a little bit is, um, is his turnover game. You know, for yeah, you, you, you think about him and the, the carrying ability and the big hits and stuff like that. But yeah, you, when he gets locked yeah, on, you can't move. He's, you can't move him, can you? He does. He does produce sort of you know minimum two a game, doesn't he? They're big, usually at key times. So yeah, it's a massive signing. That again, another one I didn't see that coming. And they've done uh, to use football parlance. Yeah. They've they've done their business late, haven't they? It's they not have. Been, um, but it's been some good, some good, good business. Yeah, it has been. Um, and I think you know they they've strengthened areas that that they really needed to. You know, obviously we've we've said our hip, and uh, I just think yeah, obviously Sammy Minow will add will add that ball carrying option. You also got um, Roy Thornton coming in on loan. He's a, a bit of a you know, a, I guess a crucial stage in his career. Was hyped up a lot as a youngster. Was in and around the Wales setup. Hasn't nailed down a place at the Ospreys. So I hope he uses it as a big opportunity to to get some game time. And um, well, on him, so he's he's. He's my in terms of breakthrough player. I know that he is. Well, you've just you've just said it. He, he yeah, he's been I, in the Welsh squad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think for him, this is this is a massive opportunity to go to car. I think he'd be really excited about about you know being at the Blues, and I'm really yeah really keen to see how he goes. Yeah, I yeah I wouldn't dispute that because I I think it's fair to say that he's not broken through in the way that you would expect him to. No, you know he's obviously I, well they've seen they've seen a lot in him, haven't yeah. they? And given him. Probably given him quite a few opportunities, which he hasn't quite taken. I think he'd probably admit that as well, wouldn't he? So, this is it's a new lease of life for him, and he can go in there and and uh, hopefully play, you know, play in a good Cardiff Blues pack. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good shout. I think it's I think it's really important for him if he comes back from there. You know what what you want is you want him coming towards the end of his loan, and Cardiff Blues don't want to let him go. Ospreys want to keep him. You know from a from a, a neutral perspective here, you want those two teams fighting over him because you want him to have had that successful season to have built on it and have that real big breakthrough. Because um, again, you know, it's, it's, such a, it's such a crucial position. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it's confidence, isn't mm. it? He, he start, if he starts well, momentum will go from there and, and I think it'll be difficult to move him out of that, that second row spot. But there's, there's a good bit of competition there now, isn't it? Um, you know, at Cardiff Blues... But they needed they needed a sign in like him um, because they were they were pretty light when they you yeah. know, the back row boys stepping up yeah. into this and they did well really well probably played better than 
you know, better than a lot of people expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to. Seeing All right, that. then. Who, if that's the if that's the kind of the breakthrough player, who's the most important player for Cardiff Blues this season? Yeah, so key player for me is 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 Garen Smith. Um, I think he, he he did really well last year, um, when he was playing, when he was playing in the centre there, um, he just seemed to give the Blues a lot of direction. And they seem to play the better rugby when when he was involved. Yeah, I, I think that last year, so the first year that we did the podcast, we spoke about style of play, expansive rugby every single every single week. I think last year, the one thing we spoke about virtually every single week was can Lilo and Halaholo play together in the centre. And I think both you and I were agreed that we like having a Garen Smith in there as a as a bit of a foil, someone who plays a bit different. Yeah. And equally, you need to know he he plays a certain way, which for the ten, the ten can actually read, you know, read what he's going to do. And then equally for the for the for the centre partner, you know, quite often if you've got two centres that you they're a complete box of tricks, you don't know what on earth they're going to do. It's really difficult to play with those types of players, isn't it? And that showed, I think, with with the Blues. Um, so he's going to be one that's going to be really important for them. Yeah, I know. I I wouldn't um, I wouldn't dispute that. I tell you, who else is interesting with. Um, because actually, I didn't. I didn't name a breakthrough player, did I? You Someone yet. I've got my eye on this season is Harry Millard, centre who's impressed a lot at age grade rugby. Um, I think there's going to be opportunities for him as well. You know, we said before. See, I think you know. I think Halaholo and, and Lilo are the, the two players who are kind of um, what's the words? You know, they're they're held in in high regard yeah. down there, and and I get that. You know, they're, they're both quality players. I agree. I think that. That uh, Gary Smith adds something different, just a bit more directness, and um, and I think that helps. Harry Millard is someone I think he's going to get. He's going to get an opportunity um, this season, and and again, it's it's, a, it's a, an area that that Wales are light on. So we, you know, we need as many centres yeah. kind of coming through and making that step up. Uh, I'd be interested to see actually whether Owen Lane plays a bit at centre. I mean, I think he's expressed he that, to, that he? is his preferred position. I think. You know, I think Owen Lane is an international quality player, um, or certainly has the potential to be an international player. Whether or not he's got that out and out gas to be a to be an international winger, I don't know. But he certainly seems to have it upstairs, though, doesn't he? Yeah. So what he if he does lack that that out and out pace is is the speed of speed of his thought and and his brain power for rugby yeah. is there, isn't it? So yeah, a lot of people calling for him to to be involved with Wales, weren't they, at the end of you know the end of the year? Or in the summer? Yeah, I would have. Um, I would have taken him personally. I think he's. Yeah, he's just got lots and lots of raw ability, and I like the way he plays. You know, he's big, strong. You know, he's he's quick. You know, I don't think it's blistering pace, but he's. You know, he has a level of um, a level of speed and, and everything. He, do, he doesn't just doesn't make an error. Does he? he does. Yeah. He does everything right, um, which is which is impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, all right, let's go back to most important player then. You've gone for. You've gone I've gone for Gary Smith. Smith. Yeah, and you. I'm going to go for Jared Evans. Okay. And yeah. you know, I know obviously, kind of had that breakthrough season last year. Um, what a season for him! Yeah, I, I think I yeah. just love the way he plays oh, rugby. Such a joy to watch. Isn't he it? looks like an old school ten to me. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's he kind of he doesn't look like he. He looks like he's, ten. Like yeah, yeah he looks like he's had a few pull. Paul Pies. Yeah, I mean, I don't but, know. I, I bet if he no, but he's, that jersey off, he probably wouldn't. But I know, like, he looks yeah, kind of no, like but a hunched It's just the way he holds and, himself. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, he's um, he's obviously in good nick, isn't he? Yeah. But he just, yeah. Um, he, 
he was great to watch. But I, the other thing I think is is the way that the way that him and Thomas Williams play. They're both so attack minded. Said this before. The way you know, if the ball pops out the back of the, the scrum, I think Thomas Williams seems to revel in it because he goes, "This isn't this isn't going by the playbook. This is something that I can." Um, I can pick this up and have a go. It's it's going to throw in the defenders as well as you throwing were really everyone else. enjoying that. Really. Yeah, I love just, that. Just go go off. Yeah, wherever he wanted to go. And I think that's that's the way I want to see rugby being played. And I think Jared Evans just brings out the best of of what's around him. I think his I think his kicking from hand has improved drastically as well. And uh, yeah, again, like his, his goal kicking's good. It looks really kind of scruffy and like but it's a bit so effective. Um, He's, they said he's been working hard mm. on that, hasn't he? His kicking game. Yeah, and he's another one for me. I think he's got all the potential to be an international, an international outside half. So for me, I would pick him at ten. Uh, you know, if this is uh, going in fully loaded, I pick him at ten and, and Anscombe at fifteen personally. Yeah, it's going to be a battle, isn't it? Because I think Anscombe still wants. He won't give that ten shirt up, would he? I don't think he, he, he's. He fancies it, doesn't he? He wants it. He does. In a way, I kind of feel like he's got a better shot of getting the Wales 10 shirt than he does the, the Cardiff Blues one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I think like, at international level, is Anscombe, is Anscombe good enough under the high ball to be a full-back? I'm not sure. Um, he's shown in glimpses what he can do at 10 at international level. But I just think at the Blues, I think so much runs through Jared Evans and I think they look so good when he's at 10. That having Anscombe at fifteen as a second ball playing option, and then you know moving him to moving him to ten to close out a game, I just think that's a that's kind well, of no such, one else such a good get, option for them. No one else was getting that shirt, were they? Mm. You know, after he went on the, those run of games, yeah, he was playing that well in every single game. It just seemed to be getting better and better, didn't he? And he was, it was, yeah, it was what we we were all looking forward to seeing him, weren't we? I think from you know, from, if you're supporting any of the sides, you're looking forward to seeing Jared Evans play. Yeah, I completely agree. And, he, he, was, he was box office, wasn't he, for those for those games towards towards the end. Then. Yeah, it's just it's the the, the attack mindedness that, that really excites me. So uh, so yeah, I'm going for I'm going for Jared Evans. Yeah. Uh, got plenty more to talk about, and we'll be doing that very very shortly. Right then, Dan, let's have a look at some some predictions then. Cardiff Blues. We said it's you know it's a crucial season. We looked at some of those players who are going to be crucial to them. What do you want to start with, Europe or the league? Yeah, let's go with Europe then. Okay. You want my um? Yeah, we'll go with you. Wait, wait, how do you reckon they're going to fare up then in that? Um... Uh, I think they're going out in the pools. Uh, I think that just Saracens are going to have way too much resource. So I think they're going to they're going to go and win that pool. Um, I think Leon is tough. Um, Glasgow Warriors, I'm not sure on how they're going to go this season. Um, I, I th- again, I think like they've they've kind of underachieved a little bit given the the potential there and the the quality of the, some of the players that they've got and the coach in um, in Rennie. You know, I think they they should be doing bigger things. Um, so I, th- I think I think I'd at least kind of go into that pool as um, as underdogs really. But that's not to say that not to say they can't get out of it. But my prediction would be that that it's going to be. Um, Unfortunately, it's going to be a pool visit for them. They won't make it. I don't think so. What about you? What do, do you think? think? That's a, do you think they'll, you know, they'll be okay with that though, and focus on the? I, I don't think they'll be okay with it because I don't think anyone should ever be okay with it. But you kind of sometimes you know after after two games, and you know that can be that can kind of be it um, for you. So look, as always, usual 
European cliches, home games are crucial, you know, losing bonus points away, blah, 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 blah. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's just going to be, I think it's just going to be too, too tough for them. I think Saracens are on for another big season. So I'm back in, I'm back in the Blues to qualify. Get out. Yeah. What, uh, as yep. a second place team or, or winning that pool? Second place. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they'll beat Glasgow and the Blues will beat Leon. Um, and I, I'm, I'm tipping that Saracens game to be a right old ding dong. Which which one's this at um, Allianz Park or Allianz? Um, at Allianz, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I reckon. I I just think I just think the Blues will really really want it. Mm. And um, you know, new coach, he's going to be targeting that. It's 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 a it's a big big platform. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I quite think, like the squad. I, yeah, I, think I do. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of depth there, isn't mm. there? I think there's lots more depth. There's a lot of youngsters as we already, we've already kind of mooted who are, who are coming through as well. We haven't even mentioned all those, all those young props that they've got there. Uh, I just think the Saracens are in another league. You know, they're, yeah, they're, I mean, that's they're, another step. I mean, up. that squad is just yeah. I mean, it's 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 three or four teams deep, isn't it? It's just it's just loaded player after loaded player. Just, yeah, it's you know, quite frightening, really. You look when we went to see them the other day. They didn't start at Toji. There was no crews in the team, and they had uh, Ezekwe and, and Will Skelton yeah, in the second row. Looks. And that's you know that's arguably their second string. How know. big was Will Skelton? Though? He's just yeah, he's like doesn't he, he look, look human? He, he looked old on the park. Yeah, he looked. I mean, they're all massive, but he just looked. He looked like a giant. Didn't yeah, he? he's uh, yeah, he's an absolute beast. And yeah, I don't know. I just think there's there's too much there's too much quality. I think Saracens, you know, they. They're going to be targeting this. I think they'll get out of the group. They they kind of um, stuttered a little bit in Europe last season. Yeah, they did. They did, didn't they? But could you see the Blues going through in in you know qualifying second place? Mm, uh, I I can't at the moment, but I would love to see it happen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna back them. All right, fair enough. Good. Well, um, we'll have to dig these out as well and uh, and review these as the season goes on. What then about the league? League, how do you how do you think they'll they'll fare up in this? I think I think they're I think they're going to be dark horses for the league this yeah? this season. I think they're going to finish second in Conference A. Why? And well, you know a lot of the reasons we've we've mentioned already. I think that 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 squad depth lends itself better to to the league. I think there's there's players in there who you can blood in the league that you couldn't blood away at Saracens or you couldn't blood away at Leon. Um, and I think there's going to be those kind of players who, who start making that step up. And for me, I think they've got a really, really good shot at it. Uh, the thing that's always worried me in the past has been the way that they've kind of been better towards the end of the season. You know, arguably the, the, kind of the weather at the pitch and the way they play and stuff. Uh, and I think that's something they're going to have to address. But uh, I, I do think that they've, they've got a really good chance, a good squad. They, if they start well... Yeah, um, then I think that there's a, a huge amount of momentum to be to be built, and um, you know if you look at the rest of the rest of that conference, like we've already said, in the Ospreys one, I think the Ospreys could be could have a tough season. Connacht and Zebra, I think Zebra vastly improved. Uh, I think Connacht have kind of obviously dropped off a bit since their since their title win. Um, Cheetahs are a good side, but you know I think really Cardiff Blue should be looking to finish ahead of them. And then you know you've got Munster, I think, are again in, in a in a different in a different kind yeah. of um, on a different level 
so, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, so many of the of the sides now need really, really strong nine and tens, don't they? Mm. And, and not just the first choices, but the second yeah. place. And then, so you know, if we look at the Ospreys, they're very, very light, aren't they? Nines and tens. Um, the same for the Dragons to a degree. Then you look at Cardiff, Cardiff Blues. I think that yeah, they've got real options there, and they're nine different types of players. They're yeah. ten they have as well because mm. you know, you've got three tens there. Um, that are, that, are, that are very very good, and each one of them has a very very different different game of the Anscombe. You know, is very different different to your man. Um, and then we've got um, Shingler as well, yeah. haven't we? So I think that's going to be absolutely key for the, for for this tournament. But that's what I mean is I think you know I think players like I think a player like Shingler can go and and win you a game, you know, or control a game for you. Um, a home to Benetton yeah. on a, on a Friday night, and but that's you, not and that's not a disrespectful thing because. They're, they're tricky games in their they're own lives. They're not easy, but you they're need that, don't you? you know? Yeah, you do. And you know, that then takes the pressure off. If Anscombe's been away with Wales, Jared Evans has played a lot of games or has picked up a knock, having someone with that experience who can come in and, and win and control games for you, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really and, fair point. And with the different centres as well, he, 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 plays, you know, he can play particularly well, can't he, with the two, the two steppers. Um, so I, 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 like the, I like the balance they've got. Mm. Um, so I, I, I agree with you. I can see them doing really well OK where have you where have you predicted they're going to finish um, I think it's going to be right up there I really do um, and um, I think it's going to be a, a strong year for, for, for the Blues um, so I think for me probably about third place OK interesting before um, before we finish this podcast something else I wanted to touch upon is uh, and especially while we're talking about Youth and players coming breaking through and and getting first team rugby and stuff like that, and that's the Celtic Cup, which uh, is a is a brand new tournament. It's essentially an A team tournament between the Irish the Irish provincial A teams and uh, and our regional A teams as well. I wanted to get your thoughts on that, Dan. Yeah, I like I like the I like the sound of it. I think it's. Um... I think it's a, it's good for the for the development of of a lot of players because there were so many players in these squads that weren't getting enough rugby, mm. weren't getting getting enough game time, um, and then those that were getting game time were stepping down to a, a, a lower level, um, and that's that's the, that's what the, that's the players' own words, isn't it? They're saying that it is a it's a massive massive step down. So I suppose if you've got everyone that's a professional athlete playing in uh, in a competition, I think it can only be a good thing, really. And I think that I think there will be some tough games out there too. You know, I think that we were saying off air. You know, if you're um, if you're a you know young back row forward, yeah, and you come in and you're playing a game against Leinster A, where you're up against you know a couple of really talented young back rowers they've got, and then you you know you throw into the mix like a, a Reese Ruddock who's coming back from injury. You know, you know, you will learn an awful lot about your game there, and I would, I would probably argue you're going to learn more than you would if you were playing for uh, for Cardiff RFC against Bargoid. Yeah, yeah that, I just think it's that as much as as much as I love club rugby, I love those rivalries. I don't think that it's it's that, that you're right that that step off yeah. is, is just too big. I think the ch- and change as well is also quite good because it can provide energy to a, a it can provide energy to a team in that. Nobody really knows what what exactly you know, this is something new, isn't it? And when the players are, you know, sort of step down and play for their for the club size, I think they almost see it as as demotivating. Whereas mm. for this, it's going to invigorate the whole thing, and um, there's going to be some real battles out there. 
and competition for places. And if the if the actual guys that um, are, are selected as first teamers actually go and support then the the, the A sides, yeah. that's what we need, don't we? So you've got that, you know, you've got everyone pushing for pushing for places, competition, and it should it should really then feed through to to, to results in a stronger competition. I think. Yeah, I think that's it. You know, I think it's it is about developing young players to a standard that means they're able to to slot into the regions. Um, and I think it, you know, then you've got the opportunity to to bring players who haven't necessarily got a first team um, enough first team action back in, be that through injury, be that through loss of form. You know, it, it seems to yeah. it seems to make sense to me. It'd be surely it'd be something you'd want to watch. That that that. Ex- it quite excites me. I'd want to watch those games. Yeah, I don't know whether it's getting any television coverage or not, but it could be a great opportunity, as we've mentioned on these podcasts before, for the, the regions to embrace uh, you know, kind of newer technology platforms. So the game we were at the other week, Saracens Ospreys, I saw Saracens tweet that they had 50,000 live streams yeah, for what they did. Now, it's not the same as 50,000 people watching on television. It's not as deep and immersive as that, the way that... You know, a view on Facebook yeah. is deemed as three seconds, but nonetheless, those kind of numbers don't come about very easily. So, I think that that shows there's you know there's big potential. Um, so, you think doing something along those lines? Well, would be good? Look, just you know, it's, it's a great opportunity for um, it's a great opportunity for uh, for the the sides to to kind of to showcase what they're doing, to showcase the next generation of talent, and also to um, uh, yeah, to you know, to, to make advantage of of something that's there really for well, free. We, it doesn't cost much to do it, it. What is it? Sort of YouTube, or you can put it on YouTube. You can put it on Facebook Live. You can put it on Facebook Watch. This new um, this new kind of platform. There's there's all kinds of things that uh, that you'd be able to, yeah. to take advantage of. So yeah, I think I think that's a that's a big opportunity for them too. Yeah, or well, at least it's, vis- it's visible. Then. Yeah, so yeah, really looking really looking yeah. forward to seeing how that one goes. Uh, right, that brings us to the end of the Cardiff Blues preview. Uh, and again, make sure you uh, get in touch with us and let us know your opinions. If you think it's rubbish that we're saying Cardiff won't get out of the group or, uh, or Dan well, saying that they will. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. And you can do that on Twitter, at Attacking Scrum. Do it on Facebook and join our Facebook group on there as well. And Instagram as well. I'm actually doing stuff on Instagram for once. So, uh, yeah, if you're on Instagram, then make sure you, uh, you jump on. Uh, I think we're called Welsh Rugby Attacking Scrum. And, uh, yeah, you'll be able to, to find us on there. And uh, yeah, keep up to keep up to date with all the latest comings and goings from the world of Welsh rugby. Right, more rugby coming up very very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.